This is a shock podcast. Shock. The C word with Callista. Okay, welcome back to the C word with me, Callista. It has been a while. I'm so excited to get back into it. Starting strong as well with a guest that you would have heard on our radio a lot. So Elifs is a Malaysian rapper and a singer who has overcome a lot of obstacles to get to where he is today, which honestly is at the top of his game. He's been exceeding all limitations while staying true to himself. Elifs, welcome to the C word. Hello, hello, everyone. What's good? Thank you, Kalista, for having me on C word. It means a lot. Thank you. It means I'm a lot that you're here, here actually. <laughs> <laughs> Let's start from like the beginning. Why Elifs? I know it's kind of like a play on your name, hmm. right? Well, why Aleph? Because my real name is Aleph. Aleph, you know, an Arabic name, number one, the first letter of an Arabic letter, Aleph. But, you know, I want to make it cooler. So, like, Aleph, because it just sounds kind of similar to my real name. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, like, you know, Aleph is basically, you know, an airplane dropping supplies. And I see myself as the airplane dropping songs. You know, those are my supplies to a lot of people. Yeah. It's actually really cool. I never thought of it that way, but it makes sense. I don't know. I've been trying to get rid of the Z, but then without the Z on it, this kind of feels too too formal. So having a Z on the name is like, oh, okay, that looks cool. Yeah, I feel like without the Z, it'd be like missing something, you know? Yeah. So if we go all the way back to before Aleph's was mm-hmm. a thing, like to Aleph, like how yeah. how were you as a kid? Like what was your childhood like? Well, my childhood was pretty decent, I guess. Mom bought me a lot of Hot Wheels. <laughs> That's the first thing that came to mind. But yeah, and I was a kid, you know, I I spent a lot of time just being at home and doing my own stuff. I I don't really go out there and, you know, reach out to people. You know, I just, I'm, I think I'm an introvert. I like to be in, in the house. Even my mom said that, you know, I live ever since he was a kid. He knows how to bring himself, you know, by himself, you know, go here and there and do his own stuff. And then that's true. Up until this day, I enjoy being alone and having my own space and time. It's always this really <laughs> weird thing, right? Um, I find because yeah. a lot of introverts are actually in the spotlight, which seems mm. counterintuitive. Being in the spotlight just kind of makes us feel like, ah, okay, but okay, now it's too much. All right, I'll go back in. <laughs> I think as introverts, we just like to to have our own space. Like for me, it just kind of makes me feel like an arrogant person, but I'm not being one. It's just that I just have my own things to, to, to do and I don't, it's not, I don't like people. I love people, but I'm not sure about interacting I, my social skills is very bad <laughs> and it's yeah. always been like that so like even as a child you preferred your own company over hanging out with like yes. big groups of people yes i mean i i have a few friends back then but i only stay with the same circle like when when i hit like primary school like i have the same five sets of friends from primary school up until this day that i hang out with you know i just like to keep my circle small i don't like to have so much so many people in in a circle or else there'll be too much energy having to mm. to put out so yeah i guess You've definitely had to overcome like a lot of obstacles. I, I feel like everyone um, in the entertainment industry has to overcome a lot of obstacles. But I know one of the biggest things you've had to deal with is um, physical. So yeah. you were actually born without uh, the nose cartilage, right? Yeah, on my right side. 
I, I mean, I know it might be a sensitive subject, but could you tell me more about what that means? It's not really a sensitive subject. I'm, I'm open to talk about this because, you know, maybe it can help people out there that's dealing the same thing as me. So uh, I was born in Asuta PJ Hospital mm-hmm. and one of the doctors just kind of messed up the operation because I was born with a cleft, actually, a cleft lip. Oh, okay. A really big one that attached to my nose. So the doctor actually accidentally removed the right side of my cartilage. And, you know, I was a baby. So it's, it's, near, it's really, really impossible for them to fix that back. So I had to be transferred to UM Hospital and then to General Hospital in Chowkit area. And there's this doctor. His name is, I don't know why, but ever since I was a kid, I kept calling him Dr. Arifin. He, he managed to fix my cleft lip. Then, you know, at least made me look a lot normal or compared to compared to how it was when I was a baby. But then like, you know, it's a battle that I had to deal with going to multiple surgeries uh, when I was a kid, having to skip school for a month or two just mm-hmm. because I need to deal with my surgery. And then the doctor is the loveliest person I've, I've met my entire life. You know, a doctor that was willing to take care of me since I was a baby. And he's, he made a promise to me. Up until 18 years old, I will still take care of you. I want to make sure that you be what you want. Yeah, he retired when I was 18. I uh, tried to reach out to him. You know, we went back to GH and found out he retired. And then we found out where he was. He was in Hospital Slayang. There's this ITM Slayang that handles like medical students. So he was there. He's like, you know, he said that, you know, he was waiting for me to come because now you're finally 18. So what do you really want to do with, you know, yourself? Now I want to give you the option to whether you want to continue with this or you want to just be you. And, you know, that relationship with the doctor is very special to me because, you know, he even when he was retired, he was really trying to put 100% on me. Just like, I really want to make sure that you're doing good, but I can't handle all of these things anymore. I'm going to make sure my, my students... Mm-hmm. will help you out throughout this whole stuff and I'm going to be there to check on you at all times. So I was like, okay, thank you. And he moved back to Sarawak recently, past few years. But uh, yeah, that's that's the history of the, the whole thing. And I don't know, I, I was supposed to talk about my nose, but then I just kind of remembered by the doctor. Yeah, he's a he's a lifesaver. He's he's yeah. you know he's an angel. Yeah, that's a that's a really um nice story actually because I, I feel like we always hear about the bad parts about going to hospitals and seeing doctors, but you know, it's always, you hear more about the bad than the good because those are the yeah. sensational news. But when you actually get a yep. good story, it's really mm-hmm. like heartwarming. Yeah. It's just the doctor, you know, if I got a bad doctor, I wouldn't tell you any of this. Neither. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. But so yeah. having to go through all of that, like how did it impact you like growing up? Because it couldn't have been well, easy, right? It kind of mentally drains me out because, you know, you see your classmates just dealing with uh, their everyday life, going to school normally, having fun, playing football, playing, by, you know, riding on bicycles. I, up until this day, I don't know how to ride a bicycle. I mean, I have to be honest because it's, it's just a trauma because uh, my mom always kept telling me that if you ride a bicycle, if you fall down, that, you know, then something will happen to your face and it's going to be, it's, it's going to hurt you a lot. So that, that, that fear has been implanted mm-hmm. in me since till this day. But um, yeah, it was, it was, it was tough, you know, just seeing everyone living a normal life and you mm-hmm. just there like, 
I wish I could do the same or, you know, having to go to the hospital a couple of times also just mm-hmm. kind of like put me in a, you know, like kind of a guilt trip because we, we, we came from a very poor family. You know, my mom had to take care of all of us, five of us siblings. I'm the last one. And my dad wasn't around when I was growing up. He, he was out there. And yeah, you know, my mom just had to put out all the energy. She quit her job, took care of me ever since I was a baby. She literally quit her job just so she could take care of me. And yeah, ever since till I was 18, she was bringing me down to hospital and check, you know, things out. And it just kind of puts me, puts me on a guilt trip because like, if I wasn't born this way, then she doesn't have to go through this. She could have continued her job and like, you know, live a sustainable life and, mm-hmm. you know, put a better mental state to my other siblings instead of me. Because my other siblings was, you know, because, you know, internal family stuff between my mom and my dad, my brothers had to, you know, some of them had to quit school at a very early age, like 14 years old. It was already out in Suramban, Malacca, just trying to hustle, just trying to do things. That's their source of income because mm-hmm. my dad wasn't around. And my mom, the only thing that she had to deal with was, you know, waiting for my dad to give, in Malay, we call it nafka. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, she had to wait for that every month. He gave us, but then he never really appeared. But yeah, I think I kind of got straight away from the main topic. So sorry about oh, it's that. Good. It's good. It really helps paint the picture of like this, the smallest thing, like you don't even think about it could impact mm-hmm. more than like one person's life, right? It impacts the entire family. So yeah. it must have been like very tough. So how did you navigate this whole individuality, self-worth kind of situation. I've admired my sister, my first one. She's different in the family. She's the first one in the, the family. And, you know, you just seeing her flourish, being herself, however she wants, you know, she's proud of herself. And that just kind of like plant on me too. Like I should be proud of myself. Hearing her stories of what she had to go through. And I'm like someone that I can relate in the family. So to have her in, in my life is life changing. Having all of that is, you know, create me, shape me to a person I am now, you know, to really love myself and to really understand yourself. Mm -hmm. Because like last time when we talked about individuality, like I told you earlier, my mom told me that I know how to carry myself away, doing things on my own, because I feel like I don't fit in any boxes. Mm -hmm. I don't Mm -hmm. fit in anywhere. So I need to train myself without me realizing I've been doing that since I was a kid. It's crazy. It just shows that I've been trained, trained to do it. But then when you get older, you tend to realize a lot of things like, yo, something is really messed up here. Like, why am I like this? And then looking at yourself again in the mirror, like, oh, snap, I know why, because I'm different. It breaks me a lot of times, honestly, really, like ever since I was a kid up until this day. And I had a history when before mm. COVID, I... Uh, Trigger warning, and I hope to those that's listening right now, I hope this helps you too. I was overdosed on pills, 24 pills inside my body wanting to commit a suicide mm-hmm. because, you know, I lost my self-worth. I lost myself. I lost my mind. And I woke up in a hospital with my mom on my side and my sister, mm-hmm. and they were there and they were holding me tight, like, whatever you need, we're always here for you. Please tell us what you're feeling because I don't know how to, to bring that out in my family because everyone was was quiet all, all to themselves, you know? Mm-hmm. Everyone was just like, because everyone had to deal with their own problems. That wasn't around. Mom is having to, 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 to deal with a lot of stuff and we all are being trained to keep thoughts to ourselves and just 
deal with it and man up, you know, like, okay, we got to do this. We got to do this. I feel like that's the Asian culture as well, right? Like whenever yeah. you have problems, you kind of have to keep it to yourself. Like you don't really yeah. have these kind of conversations within the family. It's so hard. Yeah, you don't see that a lot in Asian culture. You know, when you, mm. when you look in the West culture, like everyone's like, oh, like son, what's wrong? Like our dads yeah. would just be like, huh? Huh? <laughs> it's true it's like true. that's you know there's no response other than that like oh whatever you just gotta you just gotta pray to god or you know this is quite sensitive things i'm saying but like these are the reality i spent hours praying mm-hmm. wishing out to god hopefully that this pain or whatever that's triggering my mind will be you know will be away and i try to work myself towards it but sometimes it just gets to you it's not really about between you and God sometimes it's just a human being it's part of mm-hmm. it's part of life it's how you deal with it so yeah are things better now for you have you managed to overcome all the you know the mental health issues yet well i mean slowly slowly getting there i wouldn't say i'm 100% like oh i'm happy and proud of myself i love myself because mm-hmm. in the end of the day we're all human being there's going to be ups and downs but i realize all of that instead of seeing one thing you know one thing in a single perspective i try to see the same thing in different perspective mm-hmm. why it happened how it happened what can we change how do we change or you know asking myself those questions instead of like oh i'm miserable because I realized when I woke up in that hospital, see my mom tearing up and I, I just realized how messed up I was. Like I, sh- I broke her heart, you know, mm-hmm. seeing her like that. But she wasn't like, oh, you know, just, you know, if you do this, like, no, she was there. Like she was trying to be there for me. And for me, my heart, my mind, she was like asking me questions. Like that is the craziest thing ever happened in, in my uh, family because I never really got to witness that. It's just kind of shaped us all. You know, like communication in the family became a lot better, you know, between everyone, between the siblings and me and my mom. Just like we ask each other, like, how are you? We, mm. we, we check up on each other nowadays. So it's, it's great. And without this lovely person I have on my side looking at her right now, <laughs> she's an angel too. She helped me a lot with you know trying to understand these questions trying to see things in different perspective you know we open up books and reading about how to deal how, how to do the work by dr nicola Perra, where you know how to deal with childhood traumas basically so a lot of amazing people that helped me out with this so not just me yeah mm. so would yeah. you say like the the biggest thing that helped you through the darkest times would be your relationships with like your family and other people yeah so they are the reason why i'm still here my mom is the reason why i'm still here my my family is the reason why i'm still here my girlfriend is the reason why i'm still here yeah my friends too shout out to the homies <laughs> friends are actually really important i think like the pandemic kind of like taught us that right like when you you can't go out and connect with people that's the Mm -hmm. the biggest thing that will affect your entire life it's connecting with human beings Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. i mean if you don't mind me asking like how 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 was it for you how how did you deal with COVID that time with the, the whole pandemic i didn't realize like i was affected by it until probably the end of 2021 early early this year so 2020 i was great like it was new. We were so busy with mm-hmm. work. Work kept us very busy the first lockdown. <laughs> so it didn't really affect me per se. But like 2021, yeah. I think it got too long. 
and I'm a, mm-hmm. I'm an extrovert. I need yeah. human connection. And I didn't realize yeah. that that was, that was a problem yeah. until we went back to work. When we went back to the studio, when we went back to the office. And when I started interacting with people again, I realized that I hadn't felt like myself for months and I just didn't realize it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think the pandemic actually, you know, I, I'm someone who always believes that there's a silver lining to everything. And I think like the pandemic, the silver lining is really bringing us back to kind of realizing and understanding what is actually important in life we're yeah. kind of forgetting the 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 foundation of everything which is our yep. family yep. and our relationships yep. and I our agree. friendships yeah that's that's a really good point you brought up there because that's what i felt throughout the the, 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 the whole pandemic too because mm-hmm. like you said 2021 is pretty stressful to me because like 2020 was already like messed up like okay 2021 mm-hmm. is getting better everyone had that you know everyone shared the same vision 2021 is going to be a could, could be a better year and then boom another lockdown and everyone just going all down and including me but uh yeah i guess now 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 we're in 2022 hopefully we'll do better yes i actually saw this i can't even remember who wrote it but it's on social media and someone mm-hmm. said the pandemic brought us back to the way mm-hmm. that we were supposed to live i mean if we were yeah. privileged enough to not have been affected and have to you know go through financial yeah. struggles and everything for people who were blessed and lucky like us we, we we were brought back to how it was supposed to be where you have time to yourself you don't have yeah. to spend time stressing in traffic jams you focus yeah. on art you do things yeah. that you enjoy yeah. and that kind of changed my whole perspective of how life has been because mm-hmm. instead of just being like work 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 now it's like what yeah. do i like but uh it's a total opposite for me when you said art right because music is a form of art and also is a part of my career so mm-hmm. during pandemic i couldn't create anything at all because like my mind is just blocked between these four walls like i haven't seen the sun i don't know what time i wake up i don't know what time i eat so i couldn't get anything out of my head so i was like okay then you know i spend my time just playing a lot of video games i tried to start streaming too everyone was trying to do the same thing but i was like nah i'm just going to play for fun but i made a lot of friends throughout you know throughout the entire world friends from germany friends from thailand singapore mm-hmm. i was like oh this is this is great like i mean you win some you lose some there's a pros and cons in it you know what i mean mm-hmm. so that's cool it was very different and I, I think yeah. like we, that, that was how we communicated with people like internationally, yeah. which was yeah. again, another silver <laughs> lining. <laughs> yep. 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 I agree. I actually want yeah. to talk to you now about like your music, because I know you just signed to a new record yeah. label and yeah. you're actually the first artist to be signed to this label, Red Records. So how did you make that decision? Because it must have kind of been like a leap of faith, right? Signing with a new yes. label instead of like a more established, bigger label. So yes. why was uh, that decision made? Well, why was that decision made? That's a good question. <laughs> I don't know where to start. It's funny because um, throughout this whole career, I've been working with Jen a lot. And just to clear things out with people, no, we don't have any feud or any problems against each other. Like we're really trying to support each other. Jin thinks it was a, uh, you know, it's a good idea for me to be in a major label because that was was his dream, you know, to shape an artist and get them signed and then hopefully something bigger. So I took the leap of faith, you know, me and Jin saw this opportunity and was like, okay, we'll give this a shot. Because at first I was just like holding on to those thoughts, just like, uh, not sure about it. Like really... Uh, uh, major label, uh, <laughs> you know, all these questions. Me and Jin's like, yeah, you know, instead of thinking so much, why don't we just try, give it a try, give it a shot. And yeah, just hopped on it. Uh, Air Asia reached out to me for their diversity campaign. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, that's how it all began, you know, like came back home and feeling inspired to just write a song for their campaign. And then turns out and I got this whole deal. Right. Now we got this deal. Like me and Jin, like, finally, finally, you got a, you got a major label deal, man. So let's give this, let's give this a go. So I was like, okay, let's, let's do it. But uh, yeah, you know, it's always like um, just trying to take that. That, that, that leap of faith it's like you know walking on a really thin line mm-hmm. you just don't know what's going to happen but uh it is it is it is what it is now mm-hmm. you've got a lot of new things happening for you right now so mm-hmm. with the new song and everything so how are you feeling about it all like what, what's what's the future looking like wow that's a really tough question the goal for Alice is just to flourish as an artist first before being labeled as a disabled person. I mean, I had to highlight that because in every interview that I'm in, if you search it up online also, it's always about the kid who got bullied first and then he mm. makes music. No, I make music because I make music. I don't make music because I got bullied. I'm just here to be myself and I just hope people see Alice as just another musician. And my hope for Alice is just to be able to flourish music is not an easy career you know so mm-hmm. for be, sure the entertainment industry eat. in general is just <laughs> being able to eat and not having to worry what i should spend on next month when i then worry about like not having enough income like i want to make sure that i have enough and not really just for airlifts you know like for airlifts i just want to be out there and perform and be the person i am my dream is bigger than that my dream is mm-hmm. To be able to do what Jin did for me. He was the first one that picked me up when no one literally did. I want to be able to give this opportunity, you know, because in business or in art itself or music itself, it's always about giving it back, you know, giving back to the community. I stand with the community. Like, they are the reason why everything is happening right now. You know, especially with the music. Coming from an independent background last time, like, we had to grind ourselves, you know, find a way to make this work. But now with Red Records, I hope that, we are able to bring it to somewhere bigger. All that couldn't have done without Amir and TJ here. They put out so much, you know, time and effort and work on really just trying to elevate things together. So they're a real one for sure. You've been doing this for like, what, six years now, I'd say? Yeah, six years. Six years is more accurate. But like, I felt longer than that because Mm -hmm. I've been making music since I was 14. I was going to say like six years in the entertainment industry is still considered pretty new you know like you're still building on yourself there's still so much more yep. that you yep. you are going to be striving yep. for and everything but you're already thinking about giving back yeah because like to me i believe in idea of giving back since since way back you know like you don't have to be someone who's really huge to give back you know mm-hmm. you can give back in different ways like i might not have the things to give back monetarily ideas ideas is a way of giving back just reaching out to this newer artist is idea of, you know of giving back to like you know just giving them that the feedback so if, you know some some people came to my you know dm me in my instagram dms like hey man what do you think of this track why do you think of this song what do you think of this that etc and I try to make time for that. That's the only way I can help to inspire other people. And hopefully that one day, if I'm sus- 
sustainable enough, mm-hmm. then you know I would like to do that. You know, I would like to give that back. You know, to give them the opportunity of what I had. It's not an easy career to take it. You know, like music career or any entertainment industry, you're putting yourself out there, and you really have to bring yourself out there. It's not just like oh, I put out myself out there, gain the numbers, gain the tractions, and I'm good. It's not just about the numbers. It's just not about how much money you make. It's you got to really stay authentic to you too. But mm-hmm. you know, with that, it's not how much money you make because you do need money. And I'm telling you, artists out there that's listening right now, y'all need money to sustain everything. Yes, you know, music is not about money and art. But then, when it comes to the reality, if you're really trying to see this as a career, you have to make sure that you know what you want, you know what you need. That is very, very important. And you got to stand your ground and make sure that you got what you need. It's a lot of energy. It's gonna take time. I mean, six years for me felt long enough already. But like you said, I'm still new. You have people like Joe Flizzo who's doing it up until mm-hmm. this day. So you just gotta maintain your ground and just keep progressing and just you know collaborate if work helps, and whatever ways you can reach out to other people. That's very important. Yeah. I usually end the podcast with asking for your advice, but I feel like we've yeah. covered so much on this episode. So I kind of want to break yeah. it down into three. So what is your advice for people who are dealing with maybe like yourself, whatever you want to call it, like a disability or or, or things like that? Yeah. What is your advice for people who are dealing with bullies? And what is your advice for people who are trying to break into the industry? I missed out on the first one. Well, from my advice, I mean, it's very hard for me give an advice because then they'll just make me a hypocrite <laughs> when it comes to like this type of situation or mm. this condition it's very hard to for me to give because i myself have to deal i'm i'm dealing with it still mm-hmm. but there's no limitation to what you want to do you know don't let your differences stop you from being what you want to be you know like you have the ways to do it you know you have the ways to do it when you have the ways to do it that other people can't because you're different and not everyone can achieve that you're you're a whole different ballgate now you're you doing your own way that's that's something special so to me just just do you just i don't want to use the word less because to me i find it very offensive for people like us we always feel that so don't ever feel that way don't ever feel like you're less or other or a burden I, my advice to you is try and see things differently perspective and question instead of asking yourself oh i can't do this or telling yourself i can't do this i can't do that ask yourself what can i do how mm-hmm. can i do it what can i do it all those type of things really matter i really like that because you're saying you're different like there's nothing yeah. less there's nothing you know it's it's just different and what is mm-hmm. normal anyway everyone is so yeah. different so unique and everyone's yeah. like going through their own journey mm-hmm. in life and your journey is something that no one could replicate right mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. whatever you want to do it's it's definitely possible i i actually really like that yeah thank you thank you and the second one the is second to... one was um your advice for maybe people who are getting bullied like like your song in not today let me clear things out not today is just not about being um bullied mm-hmm. it's a lot to do with like the stories i told you earlier mm-hmm. and it's a whole thing into one so you know i'm really just trying to tell everyone like it doesn't just you know you don't it's not just about bullying it could be about suicide or mm-hmm. internal family problems that you want to change or yourself that you want to change so that's what not today is all about 
And for people who are out there going through, who's dealing through tough times, I will. I like to work that. I like to word it that way instead of just bullying. Mm-hmm. And um, you just gotta stick your ground. And for me, it's always about seeing things in different perspective and how to change that. But for people who got bullied out there, man, I I I understand what you feel. It sucks, but you know you gotta stick your ground, man. Like I'm not telling y'all to beat them up. <laughs> back just stick your ground and don't let it get to you and it's as easy as i could say now is a very tough thing to 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 deal with but um but if i was you like what i did was i distracted myself by doing things that i love it's tiring feeling tired mm-hmm. you know feeling degraded or just feel you know feel less about yourself if you guys ever reach up to that point do something that makes you happy because there's no point wasting time trying to deal with these guys because at the end of the day as real as it gets you got you that's mm-hmm. that on the real stood your ground you stand your ground stand your ground no you're able to handle it that's that yeah, i feel like the, there's always that light at the end of the tunnel where it's like yeah. whichever situation you're in that you're mm-hmm. going through the tough time it will end and things will yeah. get better i think that's something that universally everyone kind of tells you when they've gotten over that that, that hump right okay and the last one what's your advice for people who want to do music who's tr- who are trying to break into the industry for those who want to start out your career as a musician or as an artist or as a creator or creatives in this industry, know what you want first, know what you need. You've got to prioritize what you need and what you want in your life and the things that you want to create. It's mm-hmm. not just about blowing up and be famous and get racks and so you can spend it on anything you want. Because coming from a hip hop <laughs> you know, a perspective like, yes, you know, we're trying to live lavish, trying to get more chains. I mean, I was dumb enough to do that, you know, buy more sneakers. And I just feel like we're doing that. Just, I don't know. Some people just enjoy it. Some people mm-hmm. need it validation just mm-hmm. to tell that I am successful. This is how I'm going to show myself. It's nothing wrong with that. But usually people would just say that, um, do what you want. You're going to create, create, create until one day you're going to feel burned out that you can't create anymore. And then one day you're going to create, create, create until like, you don't have money anymore more so you gotta make sure that i'm being so real right now to everyone that you create what you feel like that's you first and make sure that it goes out everywhere and you got to know which one you're gonna which industry you want to be in like for music that's the mainstream that's the underground independent like who are you trying to be i had this conversation with dj goldfish at his studio last time and um, he asked me whether do I want to make music or do I want to make hits? Those are two different mm. things. Like music can just be anything. Like noise is music. Hits are just about numbers and streams and followers. And that is hits. You know, you want to be on stage, a pop star. Then you have independent. So you really want to know where your place is. You know, mm-hmm. what you're trying to achieve. Are you trying to gain more income? Are you trying to get more numbers, trying to get more spotlight, more brand deals? You want to be a model? You want to be an actor after singing a song? It's all up to you. You got to know what you want, what you need, and know your place. And just create, but also do things wisely. <laughs> I feel like when you were saying all that, like two words just kept coming to mind and that was just like pace yourself. Like whether it's with spending money, whether it's with trying to like create Uh, too much in too short of a time, pace yourself and like go for the long run, right? Go for the long, I mean, it's always about the long run. If If it's short term, then, you know, it's all up to you. But if you're seeing this as a long run, the long game, then you gotta know how you play the game. Yeah, that's that. Cool. That's great advice. 
Yeah. All right. Well, thank you so much for joining me. And before I let you go, where should people go to see what you're up to? Well, y'all can find me on Instagram at Not Era Lifts and Facebook Era Lifts, Twitter Era Lifts, YouTube Era Lifts, all digital streaming platforms, Era Lifts, and TikTok at Not Era Lifts. Yeah, I'm less active there, but uh, there's content there if you guys want to see. <laughs> Well, thank you so much for joining me. This was so much fun. Thank you, um, thank you for sharing. Uh, I know a lot of it was very deep conversation, but thank yeah. you so much for sharing. And yeah, go check him out on social media and I'll see you in the next episode. Sure. Thank you so much, Kalista, for letting me be a part of this C word. And I apologize if I did say anything wrong. And I hope everything goes well. The C word with Kalista.